0: Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name again is Jeffrey Davis, and we continue to stream stories of entrepreneurship, leadership, and how people are dealing with this economy. Uh, And, you know, if you really want to understand some of the labor issues with this economy, you want to tune in every week to Phil Sharkey, President of the Higher Authority, and Sheriff
1: Sharkey, the Sharkey Report. Welcome back. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much. It's always the highlight of my week when I get to uh, talk with you and do our little podcast here about uh, what I'm seeing for background screening uh, uh, nationally as well as internationally and the shocking numbers uh, that that is coming up uh, regarding the negative levels of people applying for jobs. So uh, uh, again, I think entrepreneurs and business owners really need to uh, divest in, in a thorough program. Just to protect themselves because it literally could be catastrophic if you just walk in and give somebody the keys because they look really nice and had a nice interview.
0: Well, it's definitely still a a supply and demand issue and salaries continue to go up and employers, uh, I think, continue to lower their standard for getting live bodies in the door.
1: Absolutely. And I know there's a yin and a yang, and I know it's very hard for employers to to find staffing right now, but I'm gonna throw some numbers at those employers regarding if they just sort of put their head in the sands and just bring in anybody that comes in the door. Uh, One stat I have here for you, Jeff, is as it states here, as many as 48% of human resource professionals in the US, so almost half, claim that their organization have at some point experienced workplace violence. This was a uh, 2020 survey released by the Society of Human Resource Management. That number is up from 36% just five years previously. So again, these HR professionals for all industries are seeing almost 50% of the people they hire end up being involved in some type of workplace violence. Um, you know, that, that's a huge number. And then the impact of that, if they hurt your customers or your coworkers and potential lawsuits is surely worth, you know, bringing us on board to do a, a quick background check to make sure they don't have that criminal past. Cause many times we see it's repetitive history. It didn't just happen today. Somebody in their 20s or 30s just didn't pop off for the first time that day at work. So uh, a quick background check can really help alleviate that problem for, for employers.
0: Well, let's just be clear. It's not 50% of all hires. It's 50% of all companies. But either way, this that tells us a lot about the screening process of HR people since we should know ahead of time if someone has a violent history.
1: Absolutely, and they go on to say that it's not just violent crimes that have increased. Uh, Malika Milonovich wrote recently an article for Small Biz Genius that it was just this year. They're a firm that provides small business owners with up-to-date, accurate, and reliable information on statistics. Theft schemes affect approximately 75% of U.S.-based businesses, and U.S. businesses lose up to $110 million a day due to employee-related crimes. So not just the violent crimes, but these are the stats that I go by. And when we talk about, I can't find somebody, I can't hire someone. If you roll the dice and and, and flip that coin, the numbers say that 110 million per day across the country uh, is lost due to employee related crimes. So again, not shoplifting, not people coming in and stealing from you, your employees.
0: Well, you know, I used to, uh, I have in the past, not recently run a, As part of strategic offsites for corporations, I run these, uh, you know, uh, experiment, experiential learning exercises as an opening. And one of them that I ran for years is like a circle of truth, uh, Mm -hmm. where we sort of start testing people on how much they've lied to their employers. And one of their questions really is about theft. And at a certain point, about 80% of all employees run through the process that they have stolen something from their employer and basically hundred percent have admitted to lying when during this game, because it's set up to be laughing and sort joking about it.
1: Right. Right. And we could all live with the employee grabbing the pen or, or the, the pencil from the desk and taking that with them. But what I see a lot is that in a repetitive history is people justify, you know, they don't pay me enough. So I should take this you know, I'm here extra, I work extra hard. There's an entitlement that's come with our society where it's no longer just good enough to pay them a fair wage, but people think they're entitled to more and they blur that line, right, Jeff? And it becomes no longer black and white. It becomes very gray, like, well, you know, I, 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 I'm I, deservant of this, so I will make that Well, you
0: know, you're really touching cultural issues. There are many reasons for it. There could be resentment against the leadership uh, resentment on compensation, while they're seeing others being compensated unfairly, if they think they've been reviewed unfairly, uh, it, it's usually their perception of fairness, and, and, and you know, and then that that is a subjective line that seems to change a lot based upon an individual's background and an organization's behavior.
1: Absolutely, and I just had one last uh, this past Monday that we completed It was the employment section where the last three jobs, the last two jobs. Uh, were very favorable, never missed work, always on time, but they would not talk about why the person left so quickly. Then the third job back, we finally got to the, the crux of the matter where the person was stealing and was caught red-handed and, of course, was very reliable, would gain the trust of the employer by what appeared to be great employment. But then we found jobs three and four that they were stealing. So jobs, the most recent two jobs didn't have that or didn't release it, but it seemed to be a pattern there that Um, They get into you. They trust you. And my job is, again, to be that filter to try and locate these people before they walk through the door and, uh, you know, limit your Uh, your liability.
0: And I think the industry that's the most obvious is the food industry where people can walk out the door with food all the time. Absolutely. But I'm just noticing that my pen does not say the higher authority or Sheriff <laughs> yes. Sharkey. So I expect well, you to put a couple in the mail so I don't have to steal them from you.
1: We'll get those right over to you because we don't want to have your, your integrity questioned at all. But we, we, we wrap here, Jeff, with simply, you know, what can an employer do? And a background check should consist of these items. At the very least, a misdemeanor and felony criminal record search in the county or state or national areas that the person has resided. That's not huge. We do something called an address history. We find out where they live and just simply run criminal checks there. Sex offender is a very important ingredient today because it could be local as well as national. Um, Social security number trace is huge. That's where I get my address from the person from. That's where we confirm the validity of the social and not to go on that rant. But so many people are in the country and they're working and they're not documented. And uh, you're just going to go down a, a difficult road there. We just spoke about employment verification, education verification, where many people falsify. That's the number one area. And it goes on and on from there. But if you at least have those parameters in place, you should be able to identify a problem employee before they walk in. So, Phil, are you going to give me a brain tweet a teaser before we go? I happen to have one for you, Jeff. I know you like these. And this is I one knew. of my I love it. Um, this is Jeffrey Pappos, and I, I love saying him because he was the president and CEO of Lotus Corporation, uh, you know, pretty big company there. And he made these claims that he rose from a lonely orphan child to uh, during daring Marine Flyer. He spoke of his black belt in Taekwondo, and here's where I got him, his PhD from Pepperdine University. He also had long stories about how he helped support a widow of a fellow flyer who died ejecting from a disabled jet that he was piloting so it comes out to be and again this was the CEO of Lotus that um he wasn't a Marine Corps captain he had zero flight time while in the service um he didn't burst an eardrum like he told everybody about in his death-defying feats and he did not have a PhD from Pepperdine University his only degree was from a correspondence school um and he was not an orphan as well so his parents were probably uh, pleased to learn that um but um it's just amazing that he rose to this level and it's simply because I don't think anyone ever checked. All you had to do was check the degree, which would have been a, a $40 fee for, for a screening company to do for you.
0: It's unbelievable. Lotus. Lotus. Just, you know, just a, just and a little who business. We didn't theory. use Lotus notes in, as, as my wife would say in the day.
1: Yes. And and their, their leader, their branding person, the, the, the head, the figurehead of their corporation, is just a flat out uh, falsifying person. So uh, that can simply justify it with a with a quick background check to, to protect your brand.
0: Wow. Geez, I feel guilty that I lie a half inch on my height. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil, if somebody wants to get hold of you and wants to make sure that they don't have be, that they don't become a statistic of 50% of all companies with violence, how do they
1: find you? Uh, the the web is uh, www.hireauth.com That's H-I-R-E-A-U-T-H. Uh, The number here in Massachusetts is 508-230-5901. Toll free is 888-230-5901. We're always available and get right back to any inquiry. Well,
0: and every week on Radio Entrepreneurs, we have Phil Sharkey. Don't forget, Phil Sharkey, Sheriff Wants You on Radio Entrepreneurs. And we'll see you later.